Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take a moment and apologize for you not receiving an entire show today. The internet that we use here is Spectrum Internet, and for the past month, it has been spotty. They have come out. They've replaced every cable going to my house, and it still doesn't work. I apologize that you did not get a full show. What are you doing? Sitting here. Doing what? I didn't get to see a lot of football today. What? I said I didn't get to see a lot of football today. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Yeah. Where's your light? Um, it's in a box. Fabulous. That's a perfect place for it. What did you do today? Well, I couldn't plug it in here anyway. I have no way to. What'd you um, I watched some of the. I watched some of the Browns game and slept most of the day. Mm-hmm. I have a cat that's constipated. I'm sorry. Hasn't shit in five days. Got to take her to the vet tomorrow. I already hear that. That was the excitement of the day. <clears throat> Not a lot happened today, did it? Huh? Not a lot happened today, did it? Nope, just the same old bullshit. Same old mood. 
Well, let's take a look around the league. Hmm, computer's awfully slow today. That was the Thursday night game. We've already discussed that. I don't feel like talking about that again. Falcons versus the Saints. 27 to 25. I can't believe the Falcons pulled off a win there. Yeah, I didn't really. I saw some highlights of it, but I mean, the Saints have Trevor Simeon. So exactly what do you want? Yeah, did they say how long Jameis Winston's going to be out? Is it the rest he's of the year? He's out for the season. Yeah, he yeah. tore two ligaments. He's done. Yeah, he's done. Uh, Broncos Cowboys. I did watch some did. of this game. Holy. That's an embarrassment. Whoa. That's a total embarrassment. Um, either the Broncos got really, really a lot better in a week or or the Cowboys just aren't as good as we thought they were. I mean, um, that could be a one-game thing. I don't know, but, I mean, this isn't a game that's going to cost the Cowboys a playoff spot because we all know what their division is. Yeah. But that's a game that could cost them a first-round bye. No, but it does put the Broncos in much better position. Oh, yeah, the, a- AFC, the AFC is totally wide open. Yeah. Uh, any team that's above 500 right now is actually eligible to to make it into the playoffs. So, uh, Patriots Panthers. Yeah. That was a Mac Jones smackdown. Um, yeah, he he's looking a lot better every week. That, maybe he maybe maybe he is the best rookie quarterback out of that group. Uh, that 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 would sadden me, but. Uh, Mac Jones is actually looking like he's he's a baller. It's, it's, it, dude, look at his completion percentage. That's all you need to know. Uh, that's well. We talked about we talked about Josh Josh Allen the same way. I mean, you look at Josh Allen's completion rate in his first year as compared to now. When you when you're completing eighty percent of your passes, it, you're you're a good I mean, quarterback. That's, that's a recipe to win every week. Yep. Uh, is he going to be the next Tom Brady? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far, but he, he, he can take him to the playoffs every year as, as long as, you know, that he's provided with. If you can't tell, I'm not in a good mood. No, I'm not either. So, all right. Uh, what were we on? Vikings and the Ravens. I'm so pissed off at the Vikings right now. The Vikings had this game, and, and yeah, they they really, really, really did. I I really needed the Vikings to pull this win off to to knock the Ravens down a rung. Uh, Me too. But it, you know, the Ravens won it in the last minute. There was only a minute left on the clock when 
when the Vikings got the ball back. So there's not much that you – I don't care which quarterback you have. Unless you have Tom Brady, you're not going to march all the way down the field on the Ravens. Right. Browns-Bengals. Browns 41, Bengals 16. Oh, we're probably going to talk about that. So I think we'll come back to that. Bills-Jaguars. Here's another this game is, that I was like, what the hell is going on? This is an embarrassment. This is an absolute travesty that the Buffalo Bills not only lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, not only they scored six points, but they should have beat them by 30. I want to look at the stats on this one. I, I, oh. I, I didn't see the game, so I don't know exactly what happened, but to be held to Josh two Allen. field goals... Josh Allen had two interceptions and a fumble. Well, I don't know. I'm waiting on the Spectrum Internet to actually speed up to maybe two megabytes per second, so something happens. States. Yeah, you know, intercept interceptions kill a game. I mean, I don't know. I've got Spectrum Internet, and it won't open anything, so I don't know what happened. Let's go back to last week, though. Buffalo beat Miami, but they didn't look good doing it. How's about something work, please? It's been a day. Well, I don't know what happened in the Bills-Jaguars game, and Spectrum Internet sucks, so I can't even talk about it. Next is the Texans and the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't care. Texans lost. Don't really give a Raiders versus the Giants. Raiders lost. Don't give a That surprises me. Um... I would try to bring up the stats, but I have Spectrum Internet. Chargers versus the Eagles. Chargers won. Should have been not as close as it was. You know, the Eagles lose a lot of close games. That's a... Hang on, maybe alcohol will help. Wish I had it. Well, if somebody'd pay you back, you'd have the money to get some. Well, Packers versus the Chiefs. Ugly. Um does does this prove that that Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback? Well, I think Aaron Rodgers was sitting at home probably with a big smile on his face. Although his whole COVID crap thing was Kind of backhand. It's kind of deceitful, but at the end of the day, it's whatever. It'll go. No one will care about it in two weeks. But man, Kansas City—they can't get out of their own way. Mm, Cardinals versus the Forty Niners. Yeah, Colt McCoy. I don't even know what to say to that. I just kind of sat back and went. Yeah, I, I don't know. San Francisco's bad. 
uh, San Francisco's terrible, and I think we've we figured out that Jimmy Garoppolo has passed his time. That's probably why Bill Belichick <laughs> let him go. Yeah, but that was four years ago. So, had he been in New England, it may have been different. We don't know, but they did win two Super Bowls after he went to San Francisco. So. I mean, it was probably the right thing to do. But, I mean, is Trey Lance the answer? I guess guess at this point, San Francisco, (laughs) because you got two teams in the the division with one loss, and you're three and five. So, I I guess you got to find out what you have, Trey Lance, if he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, at this point, what do you got to lose? I mean, you're, you're four games out of the division lead with eight games to go. And they're not getting a wild card. Although, you know what? The NFC, you never know. Because outside the top five teams, the rest of the NFC is bad. The NFC is just, I don't even know what to say about the NFC. It's awful. You got the Rams, you got the Cardinals, you got the Packers, you got the Buccaneers, and you got the Cowboys. And that is it. It's uh, I okay here. I let me let me pop this up before we go to the Browns, um, because I I actually looked at this earlier today. I looked at the standings in the NFL, and it, it there is not one standout team at this point no. in time. And that was going to be my next point. Is is in the AFC particularly, are the Baltimore Ravens – is it the Baltimore Ravens and then everybody else? Baltimore Ravens or, and Tennessee Titans are tied for okay, first place in the – Okay, Derek. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Ju- I'm just saying they are tied. Correct. For for the AFC. But, uh, but Tennessee lost Derek Henry, so yeah. that's a big thing. Uh, we, we don't know they're beating the Rams. We don't know what's going to happen with it. And right now, Tennessee, yeah, Tennessee is, I mean, it's 21 to three racing them. I know, but it's like, I almost feel like it's the Ravens and everybody else. But then I can say, man, they just got killed by the Bengals two weeks ago. I mean, I mean, the Rams, not one person on that team is going to have a hair on his ass because they're getting mowed. It's just the AFC's why the NFC is five teams in, and then everybody else is gonna get a playoff spot at five hundred. And the AFC is. Let me take it to the conference. Here we go. Uh, So right now, Tennessee, Baltimore tied, L.A., Buffalo, Las Vegas Raiders are tied for second. Um, but they've all had their buys already. Uh, the other people that should be tied for a second right now would be the New England Patriots, Kansas City Chiefs, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos. Right. Look the, at look at the, all the teams that are five and three or five and four. The AFC from one to three 
has over 10 teams in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty massive. But as well, you look at the NFC, the NFC is not doing much better. The Arizona Cardinals are 8-1, and one, of which I know I said that they were going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to be this good. Now, you said they weren't going to be good at all, but Kyler Murray's looked excellent. Kyler Murray's looked like a seasoned professional quarterback. Well, what told me that they're, you know, I've always been skeptical about Kyler Murray. I, I just have been. And, and, you know, people talk about guys like Baker Mayfield and, and other guys, that, that their size. And Kyler Murray's even smaller. And he don't have the body that Baker Mayfield has. So I had a lot of, you know, there was a lot of doubt there. But I think it's the team because, I mean, I think Colt McCoy had two incompletions today. Uh, he was have... something like 20, 26 for 28 or some shit. Yeah. Um, it, it's like the that. offensive system that is – so I, I'm no longer a doubter about the Cardinals. I'm not a doubter about the Packers. I'm not a doubter about the Buccaneers. The Cowboys put a little doubt in my head today. I don't doubt the Rams. And the only the Rams are fifth is because the Cardinals are in first place, technically. Well, I mean, <clears throat> according to this chart, L.A. is below the Dallas Cowboys. Now that's going to change tonight after the game's over. Right, um, it's it's because of the division standing. So that's one yeah. who's one through four. So uh, I'm I'm. I, but after I, that, I look at I look at. I'm sorry to interrupt. I look at the, from the Saints down. Yeah. None of them. Nobody impresses me. Look at that. Look well, at I, that. I mean, uh, the Falcons, you know, look, the Panthers, the Vikings. I like the Vi- I think the Vikings are better than their record. They need they need to get out of their own way sometimes. I th- I think the Vikings. Okay, the Vikings are going to pick back up. New Orleans is going to drop. Uh, they're without Jameis Winston now, and and honestly, the the gameplay from having uh, Simeon's is not is not a bad quarterback, but he is he's a Kirk Cousins. No, he's a, he's a backup. He's a Case Keenum. Well, he's Kirk a Cous- backup. Hold up. Kirk Cousins should be a backup. Watch. Eh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Watch the game they played today. Kirk Cousins should be a backup. There is only <laughs> one thing that Minnesota Vikings are missing to be a playoff team every year, and that's a good quarterback. All right, well, let me let me inter- let me interject this about the Vikings, and and I think this goes I think this goes a long way. Is their head coach is a totally defensive minded guy, and now that Stefanski's not not there anymore to run the offense, which say what about Stefanski you want? Their offense has not looked in sync in the last two years when it did when he was there. I don't think they utilized Dalvin Cook as much as they should, and I know he's been hurt. I don't think they utilized the tight ends like they should. 
I think Minnesota wants to score 20 points and, and, and win 20 to 13. And that's not going to get it done with that team. Kirk Cousins okay. could throw for 350 yards and they could still lose. I would agree. I would agree. All right. But the um, only thing I was pointing out is after the Rams, that's the only team in the NFC that I see that could that, that, that's going to possibly be talented enough <clears throat> to climb the ladder. I don't know. Maybe the Giants, they're playing okay, but they don't score any points. But the Giants are down in that area that we're talking about. Here, the Philadelphia Eagles, I, I'm really saddened to say this, but the Philadelphia Eagles have not improved this year. The New York Giants have. The New York Giants gameplay over over the the nine games that they've played so far ha, has improved. Now they've played some really tough teams, and that's why they're three and six right now. But they pulled off a win today. Okay, so let me ask you a question. I'm looking at the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm looking at the New York Giants right next to mm-hmm. each other. The Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles have scored 227 points and given up 218. Mm-hmm. The New York Giants have scored 179 points and given up 216. Yet right. they have the exact same record. Yet they have the exact same record. The thing is, so is I, that I think you're going to have to look at turnovers. The, the thing is, is that this number here that you were looking at and this number here, the space between them is shrinking every week. So what I'm saying is Philadelphia is scoring less and New York is scoring more. Right. I agree. The uh, Giants are coming up. Yes. And it's partially, it's mostly because of their defense helping out the offense because the offense isn't scoring a whole lot. And that's, uh, that, that that's, that's going to create, that's going to create a little bit of excitement in the in the the great state of New York. Uh, they they haven't really had a team to to root for in a couple of years uh, in football or baseball. Yeah, really, or basketball. <laughs> I, I just I just have to say that because because the Yankees went out of the World Series hunt in the first wild card round, which still to this day makes me laugh. Now, the other team I wouldn't totally count out is Seattle, only because Russell Wilson's coming back, I think, next week. So they could go on a run. It's possible. Yeah. I would never count out Seattle, but their defense is so bad. Uh, what does New York's schedule look like for the rest of the year? Uh, give it a second. It's Spectrum Internet. I sure hope this segment is not brought to you by Spectrum Internet. <laughs> no, I'm looking for team schedule. Oh, now I've got to click like five other buttons to get to it. I love Spectrum Internet. New York schedule. for the rest of the season is 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm, that that'll be a loss. But I mean, look at the rest of the schedule. Philadelphia, Miami, Chargers will be a loss. Dallas Cowboys, I think they can win against. Uh surprisingly, that's not uh that's not the uh Thanksgiving game. Back to the Eagles, the Bears. Browns versus the Bengals, 41 to 16. Let me hit the stats here. I want to see the stats. Baker Mayfield, 14 for 21. 218 yards with two touchdowns, no interceptions. Joe Burrow, 28 for 40. 282. Two interceptions. Uh, I watched this game. Um, Joe Burrow looked like he should be in college football again. Thoroughly did not expect to see this, but thoroughly expected to see him laying on his back like he did. Jason Garrett, Jatavian Clowney, both had. Miles Garrett. Oh, that's what I meant. Who did I say? Jason Garrett. Oh, fudge. You got, you got, your brain's too immersed in Dallas. Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney were all over Joe Burrow like a freaking epilady. Well, Here's the thing, and I was watching the game with a buddy of mine, and I and we were like, "Man, they almost got him! Man, they almost got him!" I mean, I know they sacked him four times. I get all that, but every time you hit the quarterback, whether he releases the ball or not, it leaves a physical and a mental mark, especially for a young quarterback, because he's now thinking in his head. I got to get the ball out or I'm going to get killed. And it showed that first drive, they were right down the field. And then he threw the pick six. And the second drive, they went right down the field and scored. But then he started getting hit. And as soon as he started getting hit, his passes were off. The defense, number one, this is the first time this year the Browns have put an offensive and defensive game together at the same time. The defense was outstanding. And, and even for one Sunday, just one Sunday, just one, that's all I'm asking for is one. You give Denzel Ward his due. Are you talking about me? Yes, I'm talking about you. Just one week. Why? Because he ran back a 70-yard touchdown? And he also knocked loose a ball that turned into an interception by John Johnson. He also defended Jamar Chase perfectly, almost. He defended a lot of balls. 
And he'll probably be the defensive player of the week in the NFL. He had a great game. But so did the rest of the defense in the secondary. And the Browns did what they do. They get a lead, and then they wear you down running the ball late in the third quarter, early in the fourth quarter. They just wear you down. That's how they play football. They didn't that's, run the ball effectively. That's not how they would play football. That's if how they the play, Browns if play they played football like that every week, they would be undefeated right now. I'm saying they do the not they play that way every week. I said that's the way they want to play football. But they don't. Great. They've had a good they had a good week. They had a good week. Yeah, they had a great game. They beat a good team. And it wasn't close. I I wouldn't necessarily say they have the same record as the Browns. I wouldn't say that it's a good team. Are they a bad team? They're not a bad team. They're a 50-50 team, just like the Browns are. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to argue with you, but that's a good game to have moving forward. If their defense had played like that, and if I understand, if, 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 if their defense would have played like that against San Diego or, or, or the Los Angeles Chargers in Kansas City, this team would have two losses right now. But they didn't. But defensively, they're getting healthy and they're collectively getting better. They couldn't run the ball in the first half. They only had like 43 rushing yards in the first half. It didn't matter. As soon as they had that lead, all they did was pound the football Mm -hmm. and then take their chances downfield when they were there. And I'm going to hear, oh, well, Baker Mayfield only threw for 214 yards. It doesn't matter. Mm. I've uh, I, I've always been one to say that I would rather Baker Mayfield not throw because he's oh not the God. best passer. So. Let's uh, let's let's look at this in a little bit of perspective. Gidoki. Cincinnati Bengals are out of the out of the uh, picture for us until the end of the season now, so we won't see them again until the last week. But guess who we have next week? I understand we have the Patriots. The New England Patriots. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough game. Then we have the Detroit Lions. Oh well. <laughs> so although after after what I saw this week, you never know. As as I said in my in my other podcast the other day, week eleven is like a bye week. And don't they get a bye after that? Well, we go into week twelve and we get the Baltimore Ravens. Oh right, then, right, right then. Then we get a buy, and then we get the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore. I, I, I'm sitting here looking at the rest of our schedule for the season. And the only 
the only duck game that we have is the Detroit Lions. Every other team that we're playing is good. Well, if you're a good football team, you've got to beat good football teams. You can't rely on beating all the bad teams and then squeaking out a couple of wins against the good teams. That's not what wins you a Super Bowl. And I don't know if Cleveland is that team yet. I don't know if they are either. I just know I am a hell of a lot more encouraged today than I was last Sunday. Um, do you think the team played better without OBJ out there? I don't know. I, you know, I think we should make an agreement like we do with Jake about Cam Newton. That <laughs> after tonight, after tonight, unless we're talking about OBJ playing for another team and we're talking about another game, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, it, I mean, you know, when they say, oh, Baker looks so much comfortable without him. I don't think very rarely does Baker really look uncomfortable. I think the only element to that is is here today eight different receivers caught a ball. And Jarvis Landry only had two catches for, what, seven yards? But see, nobody talks about that. Because Jarvis Landry wants to win. And at the end of his contract, if he feels that he will be more suitable somewhere else, then he'll do that. But he's not going to make noise about it. Because he's a professional and wants to win. I do think there is a little bit to Baker kind of wanting to force feed Odell and either it just either he didn't hit him when he was wide open or Odell was dropping the ball or he just couldn't get open against you know because they're going to put their top corner against Odell and they're going to have a safety spine so i think it was a lot of different things but ultimately i think the browns made the right decision absolutely if they couldn't trade him and they're only they're only going to get hit for 4 million dollars so, where do you I come mean, up well, with these numbers? I, I it was it was on um, ESPN.com. The well, agreement they, is they're wrong. Browns the like, agreement was seven million. That's still the Browns uh, are paying him seven million. Yes, that's still under I, the. I don't, that's still uh, under the fifteen million we owed him. I think. No, we only owed him eight point five. No, we owed him fifteen million. No, because the season's half over. Correct. So we've already paid half his salary. It is what it is at this point in time. He was a waste of money. He was a waste of time for the city of Cleveland. For yeah, for this team. Okay, but they they didn't know that going in. It was a and... waste of like. Never should have taken him. For, uh, he was a distraction in New York. He's Terrell Owens. He's Terrell Owens. That's my quarterback. I mean, it, 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 again, moving forward, I don't care. 
It is what it is at this point. I'm just. I I think this whole situation with Odell was so fucking unprofessional. I can't stand people like this. You're 29 fucking years old. Don't have your dad go whining for you. Grow the fuck up and get a pair of balls. I have a lot of anger in me tonight, Bob. I'm sorry. It's not your I'm fault. Sorry. I've had a lot of anger in me for the last five days. I heard. But it's all good. Well, in the end, you kind of have a shoe up in the situation in your, that you're dealing with. So either either in any way, I mean, I think the game plan was, was, was good. I mean, I think they mixed it up a lot again, you know, I'm watching the game with my buddy and you know, they're running the ball in the first half and they're getting one, two yards. He he, Chubb busted off a couple, but he's like, "Eh." I'm like, dude, this is what the Browns have to do. They cannot go away from the run. Even if they're only getting one and two yards, because the defense knows the next time he could go off for 20. So you're not allowed to cheat. And that's what leaves guys open. I mean, I was <clears> – <throat> they took shots down the field. The, the one to Peoples-Jones was, was beautiful on both ends. Good route, good pass. I mean, maybe Baker is better without Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, it's very possible. We're going to see. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, they won that game because he was gone. I'm not going to say that. They could have won that game 41 to 16 if he was still there. But you're right. A team, especially a team that's constructed like the Browns with their front office and their head coach, they don't want distractions. All right. So Cleveland has paid Odell Beckham Jr. $7.25 million. The rest of his $7.25 million salary must be absorbed by a claiming team. Right. So now, we paid $7.25 million for Odell Beckham Jr. for a half a year. Well, yeah, because that was, that was half of his salary. Like I said last week, he had one catch per game, and he got a million dollars per catch. Yeah, he, he was I, – I, I just uh, – man, I love John Dorsey. I do. I really thought that John Dorsey was was the be all end all, and and yet three quarters of the decisions that he made were crap. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, John Dorsey and Andrew Barry are two totally different general managers. So, I think Andrew Barry is doing. A phenomenal job, and I know that that's strange to hear coming from me. Um, and honestly, I'm glad that Andrew Barry was the general manager during this whole thing. Uh, I think that if John Dorsey would have been there, I think, I think OBJ would have would have pulled the race card. Uh. And uh, 
There's been enough turmoil in Cleveland. They they just need to have players that want to be there now. Okay, so here's according to Yahoo Sports. If a team claims him, which they won't, then they have to pay the seven point two five million dollars. If he clears way, if he clears waivers and signs with another team, the Browns will only take a three million dollar cap hit for the rest of this season. So basically, they got out of a little over half of his salary. Right. Just to, just, just to say, see you later. Have a good day. Bye. Right. Where, and then he can go sign with New Orleans or San Francisco or Oakland or whoever. We're already seven we're already seven and a half million dollars into into paying Beckham. There will be another four million dollars added on top of that. We will have paid ten okay. eleven million dollars this year. That's over okay, a million so, dollars a catch. But that's over a million dollars a catch. Okay, and I understand that, but there's nothing you can do about that now. I wouldn't have released him. I would have kept that bastard until until the the uh but, 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 until the free agent free agency deadline was up. Then I'd I wouldn't. Cut him. I I I wouldn't. I wouldn't I keep would. until the end of the year because that's all your because that's all the guys that's all you would hear every week. What are you gonna do with Odell Beckham? What are you gonna do with Odell Beckham? They don't need it. I collectively heard in every post-game interview today from every Browns player was basically, you know, hey, we wish him well, but we care about the guys in this locker room right now, and we're moving forward. You don't want that headache sitting at home, tweeting, and and doing all the bullshit. You don't need it. And you're saving $4 million. What's $4 million to a billion-dollar company? But it's also it's the headache that he brings along. If you just say "screw you," we're keeping you on the roster. Hello, hello, Breaker One Nine, Breaker One Nine. Hello, hello. Yeah. Sorry, when you were froze, I ran in to go to the bathroom real quick. I didn't know you were going to come back so fast. Can you hear me? Yep. Well, you couldn't hear me for like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's that lovely Spectrum Internet. You know, they even came out here and re-ran a new line from my house to the spider box, and I've still got crap internet. 
They did some at Ryan's a couple of weeks ago where they came and ran some new lines and their internet still sucks. Uh, There's only one place in their house that the internet does not suck. And it's outside. Turn the heat up. You know how hard it is to heat an empty house? How hard it is to heat what? An empty house. Oh. Well, yeah, there's nothing in there to retain the heat. I understand that. (laughs) Fortunately, when I'm inside, I don't mind if it's a little chilly, but when I'm outside and it's cold, because it's it's not as cold as it has been here, but it's like 40 tonight, but the last few nights it's been in the 20s. That's like, screw that. Hmm. All right, uh, we're still recording. I don't know what happened. Um, I venture to guess it is the Spectrum Internet. Uh, As I have said, they've actually sent somebody out here and they've replaced the lines all the way to the spider box. And if you don't know what the spider box is, it's that green box that's out in front of you. I know what it is. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Where am I going here? Where am I going? I mean, did you think Baker played well? Yeah. He played excellent. He played. Well, I I said this on, on... on Thursday's show or Friday show, uh, I, I made the prediction that Cincinnati was going to win this game, but I also said that that it all depends on if it's a pissed off Baker that comes out or a butt hurt Baker that comes out, and this was a pissed off Baker, and and, and that's the best Baker, and and he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, here's the other thing that I have to say for all the, the Baker haters out there. Um, he is the only quarterback I've ever seen this season shake the hand of every person coming off the field after a touchdown. He is the only quarterback that thanks every person on his offense after they score. And he is the only quarterback that walks up to people like Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney and Jaderic Wills and congratulates them after a good defensive run. You're correct. So and he's the he's he's the quarterback that runs to the end zone to celebrate with his teammates. I not the only one, but one of the only ones. I have I have said this from the beginning. 
whatever Cleveland quarter, whatever Cleveland Brown, Cleveland picks to be their quarterback, it has to be a team player. Cleveland is a blue collar city. Always has been, always will be. People there work for a living. And you have to want to be. Look at Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas was. 